So the second official trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home has been released online. With that said, let's break it all down. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning. I'm not going to waste any time because the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has officially dropped online and I do need to be breaking it all down and I will be giving my thoughts right now. I'm sure you know why I'm sure you've watched, listened to at least a few of my Spider-Man episodes if you're here. So I'm not going to get into any introductions. I'm just going to be getting in discussing this trailer. So starting off with my thoughts quickly because I do want this to be a bit more of a formal breakdown and that is that it is that I, th I think with this trailer, I think that it established better what the main plot was going to be and maybe showed a bit more of the intricacies and some of the emotion that came with the fallout of Peter Parker trying to fix, the, fix his identity problem using Doctor Strange. Didn't feel quite as gimmicky, but it felt it went into a lot more emotion. And I do think that this movie will actually feature a lot less of the villains than we're expecting. Actually, I'm not going to be surprised if they come in like an hour and a half into the movie because it seems like this movie really needs to get a lot going. There's a lot of teases to things in this trailer that I think I'd prefer to talk while we're just going through in this trailer. But overall, I like the trailer. I loved how high the stakes felt. Again, the I feel like I feel like a bit too much of the central plot, plot line is still relying on Peter Parker actually making like a ton of mistakes. Personally, I think a bit too much of the plot line relies on that, but I hope that from this he learns a lot and the next Spider-Man trilogy we get him really growing into his own a bit more and I think that is the direction they're taking this. And Tom Holland has said in recent interviews that this movie is going to be a lot darker than the previous movies It teased at the end of the trailer and even the way this trailer starts. Let's get in breaking this down now. It just starts on the shot of Tom Holland's Peter Parker with the rain in the background and this... You know, this movie, I feel like, looks to be shot and helmed a lot more confidently than the previous two Spider-Man movies. There's a lot more going on, and I really appreciate it. I really appreciate that they're trying to do that. And the trailer opens with a few quick shots of what we've seen in the previous trailer, Spider-Man and MJ trying to escape, you know, uh, attention. There's even that really cool shot of them swinging through the underground, kind of calling back to the train sequence in Spider-Man 2, maybe a bit of foreshadowing, even though we already knew Doc Ock. We already know Doc Ock's going to be in the movie, but I love that they're showing a bit of that. And we had Peter's voiceover in the background talking about how it's, you know, meeting and talk, getting, interacting with MJ has been the first time he's felt normal in so long. And I think that's all the things about Spider-Man that I feel like are finally getting introduced. The, just the, you know, the fundamentals of the character getting introduced. And I like that. And I think that the opening moments of this trailer pretty much all are within like the first 15 minutes of the movie, maybe before the title card even comes up before the Marvel Studios logo even comes up. I don't know, but this movie just have a lot going on, and I'm so excited. However, to let you know, the movie is releasing a week late here on the 23rd of December, which means I'm going to have to stay off all social media pretty much for like about six or seven days. So if when I do do a review and spoiler review and Spider-Man ranking, that will be a few days late, and I just wanted to guys let you know in advance now that I'm talking about the movie. In the next section of the trailer, starting with the voiceover, Doctor Strange kind of recaps what we learned in the last trailer, which is that Spider-Man, by Peter Parker, by trying to make the entire world forget he's Spider-Man, but wanting certain conditions, like wanting MJ, Ned, and Aunt May to know, he kind of botched the spell. And because of this, a bunch of villains from previous Spider-Man iterations, Tobey Maguire's and Andrew Garfield's series, 
are coming back and they're coming in from different corners of the universe, kind of making the Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man movie semi-canon into the MCU, but in the MCU multiverse, of course. So it's cool that's going on. But again, this stuff we learned in the last trailer and the first minute kind of just recaps this with a few new shots. In particular, the one that jumps out early on is the explosion. But this time we have Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin coming through with a further shot as well as a lightning you know, being shot and Spider-Man in that beautiful black and gold suit, which I love and I actually much prefer over the integrated suit, which they introduced, which I'll get into in a second. And this black and gold suit is, I think, set to be, which I think I predicted in the last trailer, an upside, an inside-out version of the upgraded suit because I guess there's Spider-Man suit gets destroyed somehow. And even later in this trailer, we see him using Doctor Strange abilities with the suit so I'm really curious to see how that's going to play into the film but it seems like what Peter Parker did instead of actually continuing on to pretty much the next section of footage we get more of that bridge sequence which we've seen a lot in the marketing the photos they've released recently and in this we get the Iron Spider suit well Peter Parker inside it I'm guessing this is probably the first fight he has with any of the Sinister Six members and we get one of my favorite moments from the trailer, and that is him like breaking the Iron Spider helmet and then saying, you're not Peter Parker, because obviously Alfred Molina's Doc Ock doesn't recognize him compared to the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker, which he knows in his universe. And there's some really cool action moments. I think this will probably end up being one of my favorite action sequences from the movie because it's not as insane CG heavy, but cooler. And I really hope Doc Ock absolutely destroys that Iron Spider armor so we can kind of move away from the Iron Man phase of this. And it is almost definitely sure that Doc Ock will be taking the nanotech from the Iron Spider armor because we see a shot later in this trailer when it kind of, we can see the red on his arms. So I think that's a nice touch, but I don't think it was fully necessary. I mean, I guess it looks kind of cooler. I forget, a bit less comic accurate, which I was going to annoy a lot of people, but it is uh, strange that the nanotech is on there in a scene where almost his entire costume, other than the helmet, is still on. So I'm wondering where he got that nanotech from and where the red came from, but I'm guessing it will probably break. Like, for example, when we see him in the prison, he doesn't have it yet. So, yeah, and speaking of that prison scene, I'm kind of disappointed in MJ, Peter, and Ned for making fun of Otto Octavius, the legend's name like that. But anyways, moving on, one of the next really interesting shots in this trailer is... We have the lightning in the sky. I'm guessing this is the final battle. You can tell that they're rebuilding the Statue of Liberty with Captain America's shield. This is a really great Easter egg moment that I don't think everyone's going to catch. But it was actually, I think, reported a few weeks ago that the final battle would take place on the Statue of Liberty. So I'm guessing this is where Tobe Maguire and Andrew Garfield will get involved a bit later. And there's even like a, a hologram of how the design should look like in like the bottom as you can see, which is later Lady Liberty holding the shield. Again, this doesn't have anything to do with Spider-Man, but I think it's a really cool touch. Another interesting shot before we move on to a different section is Spider-Man's Peter Parker in, a, in the black and gold suit, which seems really destroyed. It's after fighting Electro. It feels kind of fried. Him having some of the Doctor Strange abilities. And I think that giving Spider-Man magical sorcery powers isn't personally my thing, but I think it is very much because he has so many villains to deal with, but I'm pretty confident by the final battle, he'll probably be rid of any of these powers and will probably just be fighting the other villains 
you know, just as Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield with him, which, by the way, not showing them in this trailer, I'm really proud of Sony for being able to overcome, you know, that instinct and desire to want to show them to just make all the tickets sell out pretty much. But I'm really glad they didn't show this and they're saving it for the movie. And obviously, before we get into like the more action-heavy part of this trailer, we do get a bit of a Scooby-Doo joke with Doctor Strange, which, to be honest, I thought was kind of unclear what they were really talking about. But I'm guessing they're trying to be ambiguous with this section. In the next bit of the trailer, after the logo, we do see J. Jonah Jameson. And what the trailer's cut, it seems like he's reacting to the some lightning uh, stirring up in the background and then creating a sandstorm with it. And this is kind of, and we see it going through all of New York, which kind of reminds me of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I'm so glad they're giving Electro the classic yellow lightning, which I'll get into in a second, but when we get his full look. But this is kind of when revealed, we really get revealed how the, the Sinister Six kind of get out of Doctor Strange's hands. And there's a really great line in the trailer, which is like Doc Ock saying, you're going out to fighting to fight a bunch of ghosts or something like that. And that's a really great line because obviously we know that most of these villains have died in the previous Spider-Man universes at the hands of Spider-Man. So the consequences of that have kind of now fallen on Tom Holland, Peter Parker. He kind of feels guilty that these villains are dead because of that. And he doesn't want Strange to send them back. So he gets the cube, which I'm guessing is like a cube prison, tries to escape with it. But Strange stops him, which is something I talked about a bit in the last trailer. We get insight onto how that fully kicks off and how the villains are let loose from this and this plotline again really relies on peter parker making a lot of mistakes which is kind of classic spider-man but i feel like when it comes to something like this it just feels a bit off that peter parker would would take these let these villains go based off something him in a in a different universe peter parker himself spider-man chose to do because they're villains so i feel like it feels kind of awkward in that sense, but I do get where he's coming from. And obviously Strange wanting to send them back to these universes is saying there's no other way except for sending them back and letting them just die. And I'm guessing when the Sinister Six are loose, his first fight is probably going to be with Doc Ock. And here we got to talk about a few shots. Firstly, we get Spider-Man in the integrated suit. We get to see that in a proper, you know, motion trailer for the first time. And I think it looks much better in action than it has in other promos, even in a few posters they've tried to show it off in. But in terms of some of the villains they tease, firstly, we get to see Electro, and we even get to see that helmet that forms, like, that mask, like in the comics, except it's probably not going to be physically there. It's going to be formed by the lightning coming out of him, which I think is a fine direction. It might have been a bit too cheesy to do it like that. would have felt kind of like the Sam Raimi trilogy, which I personally would have kind of enjoyed, but... I like that we get to see him. We do see Green Goblin in full, but this time we only we, we but but we we get to see him just like we saw in the poster last week, which I never got to talk about. But it is exactly like his look from Spider-Man 2002 with a few more purple spots. We'll get into his updated look right now because there's another shot in the trailer of um of uh Green Goblin kind of throwing a bunch of what is that his pumpkin bombs with him on a glider, but this time without a mask. And if you do look closely, I think you can make it out. It is Willem Dafoe. But some people still think it might be Dane DeHaan or Harry Osborn. 
it's not that. It is still Willem Dafoe, and I think they're going to give him a bit more of a comic accurate look without the helmet and adding a bit more purple, adding a purple scarf, which I personally love. And I can't wait to see this full look, which they probably won't show in any marketing until the movie comes out. And then we get pretty much the money shot of this trailer. Jamie Foxx's Electro, Sandman, and, you know, Sandman. We get to see just like he was at the end of Spider-Man 3 and the Lizard just like he looked in The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, personally, since they were updating Electro's look, I would have liked them to see update the Lizard's look to give him that, you know, iconic lab coat. We get three of them facing off against who we think is just Peter Parker, get into the controversy of that in a second but i would have liked to see him give lizard a bit more of a lab coat or something to make him a bit more comic accurate but the other two characters looks i think is good and i'm still expecting that we don't get to see thomas hayden church or we siphons because i don't think their human forms that of sandman or the lizard will be featured in this movie and i think electro doc ock and Green Goblin will be the three main antagonists who Peter Parker really interacts with. And I think they'll be more like, not cannon fodder, but mainly they're just for the action. Kind of like Bane in a few iterations of Batman, which obviously was changed for movies like The Dark Knight Rises. But I think that's probably where they're leading because they're staying away from showing them. And we get a really cool shot of Tom Holland's Peter Parker as Spider-Man jumping at the Sandman with Lizard and Electro on the side. But clearly they're looking off to someone else so clearly this is going to be like one of the money shots of the movie showing all three spider-man against three of the sinister six members and you even see electro jumping at something but it's but there's nothing there so obviously i'm guessing andrew garfield or Tobey Maguire will be there to take up that spot so i'm sure that's how it is and even in an alternate version of this trailer i think i think that was released by sony pictures brazil the lizard is actually getting punched by digital air digitally removed character which i'm guessing is probably andrew garfield because he has a connection with dr kurt connors but then again electro is also from that universe and he's clearly looking off to someone else too so i'm really curious to see how that's going to play out but the last thing to talk about before we get into a little stinger at the end is when it comes to mj obviously falling and my theory with this is that i think andrew garfield Peter Parker, who we, we know at this point they're probably in the movie, is probably going to save MJ, and it's going to be kind of kind of like a redemption, kind of a turn of the tables a bit from his moment in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it's kind of going to tell Peter Parker how to stop this, maybe. And I think that's a really cool twist, and I really like they added this, because there's actually a few really cool shots to end this trailer on. And the final hint we get before we close off this little breakdown is that we, see, we hear Doctor Strange say, they're coming, and I can't stop them. And obviously with this, I think it means that the multiverse is colliding even more. I'm guessing the villain's plan is probably to kind of destroy any way that Peter Parker and Doctor Strange can send them back to the present. Maybe they're going to destroy Spider-Man's life in present-day New York, which is why I think maybe one of Spider-Man's closest friends, I'm guessing maybe Ned, will probably die in this movie. And Tom Holland has said there's going to be a lot of consequences and things like that. It's going to be a much darker Spider-Man movie. And I think that's where this kind of comes from. Again, that's just my personal take on all this. I think when it comes to the end credits thing, or obviously it's going to be a bunch of multiverses colliding. I think it's going to be kind of a teaser for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This might actually be where we get Daredevil actually show up, not just Matt Murdock. But I'm guessing 
this is not where Andrew Garfield and Tobey Toby Maguire as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man will come in because this seems very late into the movie and I think they'll have an actual, actually a bigger role than we're expecting because I've been expecting like a five to ten minute cameo of just an action scene with him and some interactions. But it seems like we're going to get more of that. I'm guessing we might see a few other alternate versions of some characters. Maybe some what if, maybe like a strange supreme might pop up and the possibilities of that just really excite me. With that said, that does come to the end of this breakdown. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.